Welcome back to another episode of the Executive Code Podcast. If you want to find out more about what it is that we do and the service that we provide, head over to paulwilliamdavis.com where there's a lot more resources available and you can also join our community as well. If you're new to this podcast, what you'll find is that we answer everything to do with personal mastery. And I'm joined here with Nicole. And Nicole joins us basically to ask us whatever questions that she wants to get answered and also questions from our community, questions from our clients and questions from different people in understanding what personal mastery and different aspects that's going to help them on their journey. So, Nicole, what have you got first this week? So, Paul, you know, reading the news is pretty hard these days with everything that's going on in the world today. And a lot of people are asking, what can we do when we feel that what's happening around us isn't right, that the world should be a better place? Maybe it's observing an injustice in the world or in your daily life or being disenfranchised or seeing others being disenfranchised. How can we avoid becoming you know, disillusioned and pessimistic? Good. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. There, there, there is a lot to be disillusioned about in, in, in the world right now at the moment. And when you're an empathic on top of that, it's it's even worse. It exasperates it quite a bit, I have to say. But what you got to realize now, I know this is going to be, in some respects, controversial for some people, but there's a lot of understanding behind it. And therefore, what you want to know is, um, how to say, is when you start to understand things a little bit more deeper, um, you'll be able to see it uh, show up in your life. So what do you mean by that is? What you got to understand is that there's always both sides. Now, it's the universal law of duality, and therefore the universal law of duality always it dictates basically that, that there's always both sides. Now, what do I mean by that? So you look, look at some of the you know, things that are happening in the world right now at the moment and has been over the last while and only see one side. But however, there is both sides. So when there's war, there's also peace. When there's light, there's also dark. When there's positive, there's also negative. When there's challenges, there's also support. So in every single aspect, both on a macro level and on a micro level, there's always both sides. And that genius pendulum that I keep referring to also is always swinging from one side to the other side. So when you understand the universal law of duality, you'll understand there's also both aspects. Because where people may have, so let me explain it, where people may have observed, for example, that there's war happening in the world, what they may not be observing or bringing to the forefront is the compassion that's happening at exactly the same time as the war is happening. While there might be injustice happening, what they may not be observing is that there is actually justice happening at the exact same time. When people are being disenfranchised, there is also liberty happening at the exact same time. So what you want to look at is that when you start to search for the evidence of where the opposite of what you're seeing is showing up and being greater than what you perceived before, now you'll actually see the law of duality play out and existing in every single boat on a micro level and on a macro level. Now, so what? why am I explaining that? The reason being is that, when, in, in, to going back to your question, Nicole, it can be easy to become disillusioned when we're only seeing one side of what's actually happening. So when we actually bring into our perception what the other side of what's actually happening, now you're being more objective, you're seeing both sides, and now 
that disillusionment now becomes an awful lot less. Now, is it a case that we do not want war in the world? Is it a case that we don't want, you know, we want everything to be positive, that we don't want any challenges show up in our life? Some would say, yeah, that would be utopia <laughs> and that would be a great life to have. However, what they're not seeing is the benefits of each one of those aspects because, again, they're only seeing one side. So when you start to observe the other side, then you'll understand that there's reasons for each of the opposites to show up. And I, go, it's, I know this is very deep in, in the subject matter, and I'm hoping I'm going to explain it for, for, for our listeners, but also for yourself, Nicole, to, to really fully understand it. What you want to understand is that nothing, and I mean nothing, is ever missing. And the law of duality requires that nothing is ever missing, as well as some of the other universal laws as well. There is always both sides. And there has to be both sides. And the reason for that, so that's the reason why, as I said, could you have a life that's utopia? First of all, it doesn't exist. And second of all, trying to pursue a life that's utopian is a fantasy and that all that all that causes then is more grief and more suffering in your life because now you're you want to bring a fantasy about however you're trying to bring about something that can't be brought about in terms of utopia and therefore now you're making yourself more depressed and more disillusioned so to understand that you have to have contrast and the only way that you can have contrast is that is having both sides and why do you have contrast? The reason being is that because in order for you to be able to experience, you have to have contrast. So what I mean by that is in order for you to know and to experience hot, you have to know and understand and have experienced cold. For you to know what it's like to be wet, you have to know and have experienced what it's like to be dry. In order for you to know and experience pain, you've got to know compassion. In order for you to understand light, you got to understand dark. So there has to be contrast and there has to be both those both sides in order for you to experience. And again, I keep repeating because eventually it will people will understand every single word that I use in the terms of the overarching purpose in life that we have. They, they begin, the more I keep repeating and the more they'll understand all the different nuances that are involved in every single word that I use in that particular sentence, they'll understand the complexity of that particular sentence. And what I mean by that is our overarching purpose in life is to be our genius self. To be our genius self. To be, meaning the emphasis, to be our genius self. In order to be, we have to be it. We have to experience it. And our overarching purpose is to live, to experience, to love, and to evolve. We cannot experience if we don't have contrast. So therefore, that's why, where the, why and where that universal law of duality starts to come into play. So when, going back to your question, when we start to feel disillusioned about different things and the activities that are shown in our life, when we start to bring into our perception of the other side actually happening and observe that other side, now you can start to see both sides happening at the exact same time in that moment. How do we talk to other people about what's going on in the world? And particularly, how can parents go about explaining, you know, 
events like pandemics and wars to their kids? I'm not too sure whether we can actually explain it in, in some respects. But if we were to start to explain and show up the opposite of what's actually happening, now you're giving your kids much more deeper and better training than what they could perceive or get if we're only giving them one side. So what I mean by that is if you're teaching your kids and discussing, talking to your kids, and I don't mean telling them, it's about talking. And talking is a conversation. It's back and forth. It's not just telling somebody. So when you're having a conversation with your kids from the perspective of, and they're looking at a situation like, say, for example, war or pandemic or whatever. And what a lot of people will do, and because I observe and I listen to the language that that's been used, they will, the conversation that will take place in front of or in the presence of their kids, as well as everybody else, whether it be, you know, neighbors or whatever it be, is typically a situation whereby they're giving out about something. Meaning they could be either given out about the war, they could be given out about the pandemic, they could be given out about financial situations, they could be given out about politics, about religion, you name it. There's multiple subject matters that people will give out about. That's given a one-sided view to the people that are in earshot. And back to your question, Nicole, to our kids, it's given a one-sided view. However, if you listen to what I just said in terms of when you start to look and observe both sides, now you can give a more objective view to your kids. So you can still, still talk in relation to the war, the pandemic, the financial situation, the, the, the politics, the religion. All You can still talk about all of those, but also on the other side in terms of the compassion of what's actually shown up from a justice perspective, what's actually shown up from an equality perspective, and all that kind of, now you're given more of an objective view. And that's huge, huge learning for kids growing up. I should probably have asked this question before my last one, but should parents, you know, try to shield their kids from all this, or is it a good idea to to kind of bring it into their consciousness, you know, because they might, the kid might see something at school or out in their... their yeah, okay, so it's going to get down to the age of the kid. So what, what I say, my, my first reaction is, as you're asking the question, Nicole, is no, don't shield the kid. But my next immediate reaction after that is, yeah, but there's some aspects you don't want them to see because that can be hugely traumatic for the child. So, for example, if they were to see, depending on the age of the kid, if they were to see some things that would be, even as an adult, will be hard to observe or to see, and therefore now those visions are now playing on the kid's mind, well, then that's not right. Okay, so there is an age limit depending on what you want them to be exposed to. But should you shield them completely and wrap them up in cotton wool and, and you know, um, what's what's that plastic material that, that you use in packaging? Bubble wrap. <laughs> so do, do you want to wrap them up in, in cotton wool and bubble wrap and, and protect them from everything that's perceived as being horrible and wrong in the world? No, you don't. Absolutely not. Because now they're not experiencing. Now they're not learning. And I think this is uh, particularly interesting with COVID because, you know, some kids over the last few years have grown up wearing masks, thinking it's normal. I've heard that some babies, you know, born during the pandemic are especially afraid of people because, you know, with the lockdowns, they weren't really exposed to people other than their parents. So, I mean, it definitely affects people from from their birth. Yeah. And it's obviously it's not possible to explain that to a baby or a newborn, uh, but, you know. 
definitely affects their their growing up years. We have yet to see the impact of what the pandemic had. And I my own belief is that we're actually going to look back and actually not be happy with some of the, the rules, the regulations and the constraints that were put in place. That That's my own belief. Because the knock-on effect that it would have had on kids growing up and the traumas that would have been created as a result of that and how they would have been held back both in school, in facial expression, building rapport, communication skills is literally going to be huge. So we will look back, not in a good way, unfortunately. But that's 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 what happened. What's going to be interesting to study is how, uh, you know, different regions of the world with the different restrictions and length of restrictions have any correlation with, you know, the kids growing up. So because, yeah. you know, America and Europe, we opened up a lot earlier um, and faster than other regions of the world like Asia. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's there's a, there's an effect for sure. There will be a, uh, no doubt. There's going to be um, a lot of a lot of different tribunals and a lot of different reports and scientific research and all that kind of things um, they've been talked about. And quite a lot of movies even still to come in relation to the pandemic. Do people really want to be watching a movie and replaying the pandemic? Probably not. But it's 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 likely to be coming down through the tracks anyway as well. Yeah. Good. Okay, so at least we've explained a little bit about what actually happening, what's actually happening, if I could pronounce it correctly, what's actually happening in the world in, to get a, a little bit deeper understanding of the law of duality. So therefore, when you understand the law of duality um, in its entirety, but even in just, just what we've covered from, from this perspective, it will help in situations whereby you won't feel so disillusioned about what's actually happening in the world. If you want to find out more, come over to our website, paulwilliamdaves.com. If you want to find out what your purpose is, what direction you should be going in your life, again, head over to paulwilliamdaves.com. There's no, loads of resources there, but also ways of how you can get in contact with me, and I'll be more than happy to work with you. But until next time, I wish you every success.